Will it take an act of God to supersize and grow your business? Sharon Hornelsmere, this is my son-in-law's broken skateboard. Skateboards tend to be very irreverent, and this is no exception. But act of God is our idiom or expression today. I'm going to share what it means, where it came from, and then we're going to talk about 12 biblical principles that you can use to supersize and grow your business. You don't have to, of course, but you may choose to because it gives you a little bit of a special advantage over other people that might be building similar type businesses. So Act of God has been used for hundreds and hundreds of years from the religious sense and in religious texts, it's appeared since the 13th century. But it wasn't until the 1800s that lawyers and insurance companies, of course, decided to use Act of God as a way of defining things that happen that human beings can't control. So tornadoes, earthquakes, death, interestingly enough, extraordinary, um, I, I can't even think what I was saying, um, extraordinary high winds or high tides like tsunamis, violent winds, floods, so tornadoes, hurricanes, any, any act of God or nature in this case, because nature is created by God, of, uh, would be considered uh, acts of God. And acts of God, of course, are things that we humans can't control. So it helps us get out of contracts, real estate contracts, acts of God. Uh, you know, I guess real estate, I was a realtor and a broker for several years. And we, in all of the contracts, acts of God were covered and talked about and how they were going to be handled in our contracts. Um, in most contracts, they're, they're handled. We, in our businesses, hopefully, especially after COVID-19, have a plans, contingency plans in place for what we do if certain types of events happen. Now, COVID was not an act of God. Let's be perfectly clear about that. So maybe it should be handled differently, but it is an emergency and any types of emergencies that could arise. Terrorism has been in our emergency action plans since 9-11. So, or some people, I suppose, prior, but not in my emergency action plans until 9-11. Acts of terror were um, now added to insurance policies and uh, lawyers in, in legal situations. Force majeure, or however you pronounce it in French, it's French, and it means the same thing, an act of God, things that are outside of our control. So how do we handle those things? How do you handle those things for your business? Do you have a contingency plan, emergency operating plans in place for your business. Should something outside of your control happen, like COVID-19? Should you have a massive health challenge? Is there a plan in place to keep your company going without you? Lucky for me, in, in 2010, when I had my sudden cardiac arrest, I had an action plan and trained human beings, my son primarily, in place that could hop in and take over and do what it was that I was doing up until the, that point. So when I was, you know, frozen and hanging out uh, in, in my little experience, the business continued to run without me. So what are these 12 biblical principles that we can use to supersize and grow our business? And I, I'm not going to word them. They're not mine. I didn't make them up. Uh, if you've listened to me at all or followed me at all, you know that. I am spiritual, but not particularly religious. I am not an expert of the Bible. Read the Bible doesn't mean I understood hardly any of what I read, but I have read the Bible in lots of different sections of it. But I'm definitely not an expert on religion or Bibles or any other uh, spiritual related aspects of life either. So what are these? Number one, always take the second step to 
do more than is expected of you, right? Always go the extra mile. We've talked about the extra mile. Always do more than is expected of you. Under promise, over deliver. Number two, the golden rule. I, I almost think that should be number one. Do unto others as you would like others to do unto you. Always treat people the way you want to be treated. Number three, focus on profits with a purpose. Not just profits for the sake of money, profits to make the world a better place. Four, uh, mean your yeses and your noes. Know where your line in the sand is. We've talked about this one as well. I'm going to grab my list so I can see it. Uh, know what is right for you and focus and moving you toward what it is that you want to create in the world. And then that helps you. When you have that vision in place, it makes it easy to say yes to the things that are for you and move you toward that and no to the things that are not for you. So it helps you to avoid distractions. And it eliminates the whole FOMO, fear of missing out thing, because you're just saying no to it. And if you're consciously saying no, you don't regret saying no because you know that it isn't the right time for you. Number five, uh, make the move from owner to overseer. A lot of us, when we start our businesses, we are the owner. We're 100% responsible for everything. We do everything ourselves. And as we grow and supersize, we need to let go of some of the responsibility and accountability and actual tasks and allow other people to do them and be a part of the organization. Uh, number six, trust the law of sowing and reaping, reaping and sowing, right? Trust that the seeds we plant will germinate and yield a product and a profit. Uh, number seven, believe and ask for the impossible. I love this one. This is probably my favorite one because I believe anything is possible. And if we believe that, we can create anything we want in the world. Number eight, build to the fourth generation, meaning build for the long term. Don't just build to make a quick buck. Don't just build for the short-term win. Build to have and create something that lasts. Uh, number nine, know the order of things and work in that order. Focus on first things first. Uh, this, this one to me is, remember there's a, a process to create everything. So step one, step two, step three, just do it. But also keep it simple. Uh, number, that was nine. Number 10 Improve your team to improve your organization. Again, build and develop other people. Coach and guide and support them in any way that you can. 11, do things today that will impact today and tomorrow. So don't, again, another reference to don't just do the quick thing and don't just band-aid things. Fix them, create solutions, uh, create things and do things that will last. And finally, number 12, Work toward well done. Work toward making the world a better place. Look, work toward accomplishing positive and putting good things out into the world. So those are the 12 that I found. Love to know your experience with the act of God. I've had lots of business experience with act of God and insurance and lenders and contracts. And I'm sure you have too if you've been in business for any amount of time. Uh, just setting up your business need to get insurance so you need to cover yourself for acts of God and we pay extra to be covered I'm a huge believer in everybody should have an umbrella policy if you've got a business you better have an umbrella insurance policy but it's I think it's the best bang for your dollar when it comes to insurance uh, <clears throat> you might need life insurance because death is an act of God but we can insure ourselves against it right all right 
that's our idiom for today. Have an awesome day, and I will, of course, be with you tomorrow with another interesting spiritual-related idiom for this month to go along with the annual challenge. Have an awesome Tuesday, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.